Before we got married, he told me that he had a sexual addiction. I didn't really know what that meant, but that, you know, he looked at pornography and thinking that he wanted things in the bedroom that I wasn't going to do. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems but found answers in a real God. Today, we're going to talk whether or not following Jesus can have a positive effect on someone's life. Now, depending what your background is, you are already reacting to that headline. (laughs) Let's be calm now and discover together. Today on our show, we are going to have Karen Norris who is author of Five Battle Positions of a Happy Wife. And she was inspired to write this through her experience of keeping her marriage and also how she had a huge turnaround in her life after she started following Jesus. Karen, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Well, Karen, I'm so glad to have you today because your story is how bad things turn good after truly following Jesus as your Savior. So we want to hear it. I understand things went really bad for you when you were raped at a young age. Well, I had went off to college, and my first date there, I was raped, and my whole world fell apart. Yeah. I dropped out of college. I went back to what I knew, and I married a guy that I had been dating previously, but I felt shame. I felt like this was the only course of action because nobody else would probably have me. And very low self-esteem. I just didn't feel worthy. Yeah, I think a lot of women who have been raped struggle with these feelings of shame and a whole myriad of negative emotions. I understand you ended up marrying the guy you dated previously, but then you got a divorce soon afterwards, and then you started living a wild life. Tell us about that. Yes. Right after my divorce, I was in college living what I would call the fun life. I was going to bars meeting other men, and just kind of living a reckless life, but also seeking love. I was seeking truth. I was seeking something to fill a hole. And a friend invited me to church at the time, and when I went, I heard God speak to me. Oh, wow. So while you were living the party life, but truly depressed inside, your experience at church was a very real, intimate experience. What happened? I heard God ask me, why do you doubt me? And the message that the pastor was giving that day was Jesus walking on water and having Peter come out and walk to him. And I could just see God standing there saying, come, come to me. Wow. So I understand that this was the moment you started following Jesus, that you accepted Christ that day and then started your new life as a Christian. How did that change your life? Well, things changed as I began to hear God more and more and to want to read the Bible and want to know more about God and not want to be in a relationship that was without God. Okay, that is awesome. But did this help with some of the trauma and depression you were always feeling before? Yeah, at the time, it was almost like a euphoria. I was very happy 
and the depression had lifted, and I was looking forward to a good future and graduating college. Wow, that is a big deal. So your newfound faith began to lift your depression, and I understand your life started going really good. You got remarried, your life started to flow much better, but then your new marriage faced a real trial. Tell us about that. Well, before we got married, he told me that he had a sexual addiction. Mm. I didn't really know what that meant, but that, you know, he looked at pornography and I thought, well, a lot of men do, and I don't think there's a real problem with it, so I think it will be fine. I came to find out that it lowered my self-esteem again, you know, thinking that he wanted to see all these other pretty women and I wasn't pretty enough. Right. thinking that he wanted things in the bedroom that I wasn't going to do. Oh. And I went back into a depression and my self-esteem was pretty low. Oh, no. So here you are going through the same past issue before you became a Christian. And on top of that, it didn't seem to get better as you began to try to fix the problem. Tell us about that. Well, I'm not sure in so many words, but there was a point when he said to me, I just can't stop looking And I said, then get rid of the computer. And his response was, well, I need it for work. Mm -hmm. During this time, I really had a hard time finding my voice and telling him how it was hurting me. I wanted to be the loving wife that he wanted, but I couldn't live up to what was in his mind. Mm, That is true. Pornography can develop a lot of unrealistic expectations for a marriage that ultimately is very destructive. I understand it came to a head after 10 years into this marriage, and the pornography addiction was affecting your intimacy with your husband. It did, but I put in place some boundaries where I said no to a lot of things because they were not within the realm of a husband and wife sexual relationship. They were more deviant acts that I said no to. Well, pornography and sexual addiction truly can get out of control, and it seems you are being driven to your limit. I understand that you sometimes felt like you should leave this marriage, but your faith in Jesus altered that decision. Tell us what happened. Well, I started seeking God and asking, should I stay in this marriage? And God said, yes, this man is a gift that I've given to you. At first, I would pray, God, change him. God, he's not the man that I thought I was marrying. Mm. And God got a hold of my heart. And said, this is how I see him. And I want you to see him that way too. He is a loving man. Uh And as you pray for him, I'm going to change his heart. And so I just started praying blessings over my husband and praying that his heart would change to be the man that God wanted him to be. Wow. So you didn't leave him. Now, did this end up being the right choice? How did things change? I think God got a hold of his heart and said, this is not right. And he decided to follow God's way and change what he was choosing. Oh my gosh, Karen, that is amazing. After being patient, you witnessed that God did just as he said he would do. Yes, God did do it. And he just reminded me of a time where I did find my voice and I sat down with him and I said, God gave you as a gift to me. And this is the way I see you. Mm. I see you as the loving husband. Wow. So you were, instead of being an offended wife, which you had all the rights to do that, you became a supportive wife, declaring what God was showing you over his life. This is amazing. 
But did his decision for Christ affect your intimate life together in a positive way? I mean, come on, did everything get fixed? (laughs) Our sex life is great, and our marriage is wonderful. We communicate about everything. I still seek God. I still pray for Him. It's by God's grace that our marriage is strong. Well, that's a double wow, because so many, I believe, are struggling with this very thing. I understand you documented this and some of the things the Lord showed you to do during this time. What's the name of that book? It's called The Five Battle Positions of a Happy Wife. And it kind of outlines my process. Five Battle Positions of a Happy Wife. Karen, it truly sounds like following Christ had a huge positive effect on your life. And I am hoping that someone out there is listening and feeling like they need to follow Christ to change their lives. Karen, thanks so much for sharing with us today. Thank you. Stay right there. I have some things to share with you from my heart right after the break. My friends, this is Evangelist Anlay, and I have a huge heart to study how Jesus is working in people's lives today and how He can change the lives of so many more. Will you partner with me to get this show on another radio station in a different state? Together, we're learning and demonstrating that Jesus is alive and touching lives everywhere. Help us to get out the good news. We're looking for monthly giving partners from $5 a month to $100 a month. Anything helps. You can learn more about this by going to AwakeningTheNations.com. That's AwakeningTheNations.com. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at AwakeningTheNations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's AwakeningTheNations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show. We're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? This can be a touchy subject because I know some woman who would say that she should have divorced her husband over the pornography issue. And then I know another group who would choose to stay in that situation, but they really don't know what to do. But it's amazing how Karen really lived out her Christian walk of loving her husband and truly supporting him to overcome this addiction that it sounded like he didn't want to even. But you can see God can change things with the power of prayer and ultimately, When God gets a hold of someone, He can change that person if they are willing. For husbands who are listening to this show, I would say that this really points out the fact that pornography is not just a harmless act. Wives are greatly affected because it causes comparisons and feelings of inadequacy, which normally poisons the sex life of a couple. Not only that, but ancient scriptures reveal that looking at pornography is linked to adultery. It is written in Matthew 5, 27-28. Jesus says, You've heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Jesus is speaking to the men to take this seriously and not to treat it lightly because the consequences for one's soul is dire. If you read on, the consequences is burning for an eternity. Now, ladies, this doesn't mean if your husband is looking at pornography that you can suddenly leave your husband for adultery. You are hearing Karen becoming a huge support for her husband and loving him with Christ's love. But how can you love someone you feel like is betraying you? Well, Jesus said it best when he was hanging on the cross. He said in scriptures this verse in Luke 23, 34. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. 
This is when Jesus prayed for the people who weren't just betraying him, but they were beating him to death and scarring his body, hanging him on a criminal's cross. You see, he knew though they were doing the sin willingly, they really didn't know what they were doing. And it sounds like the same for Karen's husband. He was doing it, but he didn't truly understand until one day Jesus got a hold of him and he repented and changed. So if you are enduring suffering, remember Jesus suffered on your behalf and came out victorious. Listen, no pressure. Everyone makes their own decisions, but this is the advice of scripture when we're heavily wronged or betrayed. What about you? How does this testimony touch your heart? If you're in need of forgiveness, Jesus is here to forgive you. If you're in this battle, maybe with a spouse or something like that, the Lord can be with you to give you supernatural understanding of what to do. If that's you, I want to pray for you. Father God, I'm lifting up the person who's in pornography. Lord Jesus, right now, we take this moment to repent before you and then say, God, this isn't good. It's destroying things. It's hurting other people. I need to stop. Lord, I'm also praying for the person who's dealing with a situation. Father, I pray that you give them supernatural strength and power and understanding and prayer in Jesus' name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. Did you know our shows are on Spotify? Just search for Real Life Radio Show on Spotify and enjoy all the same shows you hear on the radio. That's Real Life Radio Show. See you next time.